In the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. I'm going to go into the Wayback Machine for a moment, and I hope that you will join me. I'm going back to my elementary school classroom in the 70s, and it's movie day. This didn't happen very often, but the projector was in the center of its classroom, and the one heavy uh, realm, reel of film was rolling, and the empty reel spinning and slowly filling up. It was hot where I grew up, so we likely had our heads down on our desk, and we were watching who knows what. I mean, who even cared what movie was shown on movie day? And as the film clicked through the projector, the worst possible thing happened. That's right, something jammed. And we watched the film melt before our eyes, bubbling away our ending, leaving us with an unexpected cliffhanger. Which pretty much sums up Mark's gospel today. The story is going along, it's so familiar, we can see it playing out on the screen in our minds. It's early morning. The women arrive at the tomb with their spices. The stone is rolled away. They see a young man, an angel, who tells them, do not be afraid. He tells them, Jesus has been raised from the dead. He tells them to go and find the disciples, especially Peter, and remind them that they are to meet Jesus in Galilee, just as Jesus had told them. The women are amazed. The women are terrified, and they flee off of the tomb, and just like that old projector, click, 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 bubbles appear on the screen, and the seat melts into the scene melts into oblivion. This is the actual end of the Gospel of Mark. What happened next? Did the disciples cry when they saw Jesus? And what did Jesus say to them? What did he look like? How are we going to know what really happened? We get no immediate answers. This ending of Mark gives us an unexpected cliffhanger. And some people, they don't like cliffhangers, so they make up endings. And that's what you'll find after the end of our gospel. People who wanted to fill in the story, who couldn't leave it as it was, because cliffhangers are frustrating. We want to know the ending. We want to see the disciples rejoice. We want to see their ministry continue on uninterrupted. The disciples merrily spreading the good news of Jesus' resurrection with little bunnies and fuzzy chicks and pretty colored eggs and some chocolate, of course. Okay, maybe not quite like that. But we want to know that the disciples leaving their lives as fishermen isn't for naught. We want resolution. But maybe, just maybe, Mark's ending isn't the cliffhanger it seems to be. Maybe this gospel ending leaves us 
with the most hope, the most possibility of any of them, as it is clear it is up to the disciples to finish the story. Jesus sends this message to the disciples through the young man in the tomb. Meet him in Galilee just as he told them before his death. Jesus is going to be there. From this scene in the tomb, we know that the story continues even if we don't get to see it on the screen. The disciples do faithfully go to Galilee, just as we heard in Acts. They hope to see Jesus, and they do. The disciples' lives are changed. And once they see Jesus raised from the dead, they could never go back to what was. Jesus' resurrection is the ultimate life changer. His resurrection directs the disciples to begin to lead resurrected lives, not resuscitated lives, resurrected lives. Lives that we know and read about continually in the book of Acts and in the letters to the apostles. You see, resurrected lives are different from resuscitated lives. Resuscitated lives means coming back to life and just going back to what was. Going back to what is familiar. What is the normal routine. But with Jesus, there is no returning to what was. Because resurrection demands that the disciples take the lessons Jesus taught them. Resurrection demands that they take their faith in Jesus' resurrection as the life-changing moment for them. A moment that is one of immense love, immense possibility, filled with mercy and grace. Resurrection demands that the disciples take all that they have been given and let those lessons lead them into new ways of being. The disciples live their resurrection lives by teaching that everyone is beloved. Everyone. They lead their resurrection lives by saying there is enough if we all just share what has been given. By demonstrating that we have been given the gift to heal, to help, and to bless. And that all of us, yes, all of us, are to use the gifts we have been given at every opportunity to the glory of God. Living resurrection lives takes that cliffhanger ending and makes it our own. A little over a year ago, the film jammed in our projector called Life. And that click, click, clicking noise that we know so well. And little brown bubbles appeared over our screen. And life as we knew it melted away. And we were forced to stop. It seemed, or it seems to me, like this entire past year has been a cliffhanger as we canceled and then rescheduled and then canceled again. Trips, birthdays, weddings, funerals, 
new jobs, celebrations, seeing family, Easter a year ago, then Christmas, church in general. How often I hear talk about getting back to what was, about getting back to normal. However, like the disciples, when they meet our risen Christ, our risen Lord, we are changed. Because as Christians, we know that Jesus lives. Our faith teaches us that like those first disciples, we are not called to resuscitate. We are not called to lead resuscitated lives. Our faith demands of us that we live lives of resurrection, resurrection promise, resurrection hope, resurrection love. This final scene in the Gospel of Mark gives us all that we need, the promise, the hope, the love. Jesus' resurrection gives us the promise that Jesus is here right now to meet us. Jesus is in Galilee. Jesus is in the South Bay. Jesus is in our fear and in our amazement. Jesus is here to meet us. And Jesus' resurrection tells us that hope is not dead. All is not lost. With Jesus guiding our hearts and our minds and our words and our action, change is possible if only we let Jesus in to transform our lives. Jesus' resurrection gives us the assurance that love wins when we make love the focal point of our faith. God's love conquers all. The Gospel of Mark leaves us with the promise that is, it is up to us to finish the story that has been begun. It is up to us to live resurrected lives. It is not lost on me that we are all watching this service on screens that can't catch in the projector like those old films and cannot melt away. As all of us are watching right now, we are the ending of the gospel. You and me, the old ones and the young ones, those who will drive through for Eucharist in a few minutes and those who will stay home in their fuzzy bunny slippers. You and me, together we are to share the good news. We are to make St. Cross a resurrected community who serves others as a sign of God's love. The only cliffhanger we have today, the only one, is how we will take God's promise, God's hope, God's love out into the world around us, sharing the good news of Jesus' resurrection. Amen.